Hey gang, and welcome to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, here to read you fabulous, exciting, adventure-packed stories every single week, where you guys just might be the heroes. Remember, guys, if you love this podcast, then please help us to spread the word. Go and tell all of your family, cousins, brothers, sisters, friends, neighbors, teachers, and anyone else you think would love to listen to these stories. The more people that know about us, the more we grow, and the longer we can keep going. And we want to go forever, guys. You can also follow us on Instagram, so follow us there and tag us in your artwork of your favorite stories. We're getting some amazing artwork and we will post them up on our Instagram feed. We also have a new Facebook page, so come and give us a follow on there and we'll be posting up more content. Now, before we get into this episode's story, here's a word from our sponsors. Okay, so today's shout-out goes to Willa and Ruby, who would like a story about going camping on the moon. And they actually witness Robbie the Trampolinist's highest jump while they're there. Remember that story, guys? Uh, And also, while they're camping, they make an important discovery involving super juicy purple moon radishes. Oh, do you guys like eating radishes? Well, this sounds like a fabulous story. So thank you so much, Willa and Ruby, for coming up with these amazing ideas. And we hope that you and everybody else loves this story. Here goes. Imagine living next door to one of the most cleverest people on earth. Can you do that? Well, Willa and Ruby don't have to imagine it. They live next door to Professor Maxine Maximus. And Professor Maxine Maximus is a super genius. She's also very, very nice and doesn't mind Willa and Ruby popping round to watch her latest experiment or help her with her newest invention. Only last week, Professor Max had invented donut plugs, which were special thin donuts that slotted into the hole in the middle of a regular donut. Yum, declared Ruby. Not only do they taste great, but you get one more donut. Precisely, said Professor Max smugly. But that was last week. This week, when Willa and Ruby called round, Professor Max was working on a small vehicle of some kind. It looked like a little car with tiny wings. Hey, Professor Max, said Willa. What are you working on? Professor Max laid down her wrench and lifted her AR goggles. Just a little spaceship, nothing too exciting. Not exciting, said Ruby in disbelief. But it's a real spaceship. Just wow. Well, okay, concided Professor Max. It is a little bit exciting, especially as I built it for you two. The girls were stunned. Really? 
asked Willa, thinking this may be some kind of joke. Really, said Professor Max. You don't think I'd fit into this little thing, do you? But there is something I'd like you to do with it, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, anything, agreed Ruby hastily. I'd like you to go camping on the moon, the professor explained. And while you're there, I'd like you to have a look at something. What's that? asked Ruby and Willa together. I've identified a crater on the moon that doesn't look quite right. My telescope is very good and I think I can see something growing there. But exactly what it is, I have no idea, the professor explained. I'd like you to have a look, take some pictures and bring me back a sample. Easy, said Willa. And we get to go camping, laughed Ruby. And so the two girls went to get ready. By the time the girls returned, Professor Max had moved the spaceship out into her yard. The girls climbed in and fixed their safety belts, while Professor Max explained some of the simple controls. There's not too much you need to do, though, she said. It has an automatic pilot that will do the flying for you. So, are you ready? Yes, shouted the girls. The professor stepped back and Willa pressed the green start button. Within moments, they were jetting through the air, climbing higher and higher into the sky. The air around them began to change, becoming less blue, and they could see stars. Then, with a whoosh, they were zooming across the gap between Earth and the moon. Professor Max's face flashed up on a small screen. How's it going, girls? All good, said Ruby. I can see the moon getting closer. Willa was watching the patterns on the moon's surface and realized they were made up of countless craters where objects had crashed into the moon's surface in the past. It was to one of those craters that the spaceship now looped around before landing at its edge. Touchdown, declared Ruby. Their first job was to put up their tent. While they were doing it, Willa spotted what looked like a boy go sailing past the moon. That looks like Robbie Goosefeather, she said, the trampolinist. I wonder what he's up to said Ruby. But those of you that have heard the Big Bounce story will know, won't you? With the tent secured, the girls settled down for a good night's sleep. It was so exciting to be camping on the moon. The next morning, they were up early, and after breakfast, they set off to find whatever was growing up here. What do you think it might be? asked Willa. I think it could be a space cactus covered in prickles. Ruby didn't like the sound of that. I'm worried it's a man-eating moon plant with big teeth and grabbing tentacles. Let's hope not, said Willa. That will make it very hard for us to bring back a sample. They didn't have to walk far to see the first of the strange growths. The moon is covered in a smashed-up rock called Regolith. 
And so no matter which direction you look in, everything looks the same color gray. But up ahead of Willa and Ruby, the ground was covered in rich shades of purple. As they drew closer, they could see large pinky purple leaves. No spiky bits or prickles, said Willa with relief. Or tentacles or teeth, said Ruby, as they began to take photos for Professor Max. The pair of them had stood around one of the plants. Time to get a sample, suggested Willa. She bent down and tugged on the leaves. Oh, it's quite hard. I can barely move it. Let me try, said Ruby, but she couldn't move the plant either. Okay, this calls for some teamwork, Willa said, and grabbed hold of Ruby around her waist while Ruby held the plant's stem tightly. Ready, set, pull! The plant popped out of the ground, and to their surprise, they could see a large purple vegetable dangling beneath the leaves. What is it? wondered Ruby. It looks like a giant radish, said Willa. Come on, let's get it back to Professor Max. Back on Earth, the professor was absolutely delighted with what the girls had found. A tremendous discovery, she declared, turning the giant purple radish over and over in her hands. Incredible, simply fantastic. You girls have discovered the super juicy purple moon radish. But what do we do now? asked Ruby. Science, announced Professor Max. We shall perform scientific experiments to discover the exact nature of this extraordinary vegetable. What sort of science? asked Willa. Cookery, declared Professor Max. My instruments suggest super juicy purple moon radishes are safe to eat, so I intend to discover what they taste like. The radish was very large, so they were able to bake several pies, a moussaka, a lasagna, and use it as a pizza topping. There was even enough left over for a very colorful salad. Wow, it's delicious, said Willa, tucking into one of the pies. Oh, this pizza is mm, just heavenly, said Ruby after a large mouthful. Oh, oh my goodness, said Professor Max. Mm, so scrummy in my tummy. It tasted so good that they ate everything, every last crumb. Hey, said Ruby, I don't even feel full. Yeah, agreed Willa. In fact, I feel absolutely bursting with energy. Mmm, me too, said Professor Max. Fancy a run? And so they did, all the way to Mexico and back again. By the time they got home, it was quite clear that the super juicy purple moon radishes were very special indeed. Just think, said Professor Max, if we had a meal of super juicy purple moon radishes every day, we could do just about anything. Then there's only one thing for it, said Willa. We need to get back and get some more. 
and work on some recipes, suggested Ruby. I was thinking super juicy purple moonradish curry. Super juicy purple moonradish burrito, said Professor Max. Or how about super juicy purple moonradish ice cream, said Willa, licking her lips. So many possibilities. I bet you could think of some things to make too, can't you? What weird and wonderful super juicy purple moonradishes recipes would you like to make? The End